0: The most stressful part of reporting in China is that technically most of what reporters do is illegal because in this country they uh, simply do not have the guarantees of freedom of the press that they uh, do in, in other parts of the world.
1: This is of Chinacast, a production of ChinadigitalTimes.net. I'm Wuna and today I'm talking with Luis Ramirez, the Beijing Bureau Chief for Voice of America. Rumi has been in Beijing since August of 2003. Before that, he was VOA's West Africa correspondent, reporting out of the Ivory Coast. Okay, Luis, you have been in Beijing for three years. My first question is, how has China changed during the time you've been there?
0: Well, my impression initially was very good because we have been progressing in good ways. Very rapidly, and in these three years, I've seen things that in other places one would not expect to see. But in a span of fifty years, all this progress, all this uh, development happening in a very short amount of time—both you know the physical face of China, which one sees the high rises going up; one sees roads going through the most remote parts of the country. All this happening very, very, very quickly while at the same time, in the three years that I've been here, I've seen people's attitudes evolving as well. Uh, horizons are expanding. People are going on their first trips overseas. Friends who I made when I first got here, who had never been outside of China, have now been to two or three countries, are reading foreign publications, are watching foreign TV, listening to foreign radio, and I see this, the country truly opening up before my eyes.
1: So can you tell me what is the most impressive place you've been traveling in China?
0: Um, that's a hard one because every story has been really, I mean, every part of the country has been
1: very interesting.
0: I mean, it's not all been beautiful. I can tell you that I one thing I really dislike is going from provincial capital to provincial capital and seeing all of them pretty much starting to look the same, uh, built on the same pattern of concrete and white tile and glass and it would be nice to see some of the original character of each city, of each region left. If not intact, at least enough of it left so that one could appreciate the visuality of each of China's provinces. That said, despite all of the ugly new construction, every place that I've been in China is fascinating because of its own individual culture. And that survives in people, um, people that one talks to in the dishes, in the local culture. That's intact. It's very hard to say which story is the best because every part of China is so interesting. I can tell you in terms of physical city, Tibet is hard to rival. Eastern China, one thinks of cities that are heavily built up, I should say. You know, highways going everywhere and people everywhere. But then you have the expanses of Western China, like Gansu province, where you could drive for hours and not see another human being. That outsiders don't really get to know. It's not included in the tour packages, usually.
1: Can you describe both one of the most frustrating and one of the most rewarding moments as a reporter in China?
0: The most stressful part of reporting in China is that technically most of what reporters do is illegal, because in this country they simply do not have the guarantees of freedom of the press that they do in, in other parts of the world. And so I think many a foreign correspondent here can speak of being arrested or harassed by the authorities. One almost feels like a, a criminal in, in, in do, simply in doing one's work. The government uh, requires permission, formal permission, to, to travel to places, and then once one gets to the places where one is going, there the local authorities want to have full control of coverage. I would say that most foreign correspondents do not abide by that policy 100%. Rather, you know, they travel independently and that puts them at risk of arrest, harassment, and all these things that I've mentioned. And so that's what makes one feel almost like a criminal just by, for, for doing one's job here. That's the stressful part. It's very gratifying, however, to actually go and get the story, interview people, get to know what people are thinking, what is on their minds, what makes them tick in this part of the world, which at a very basic level is not, of course, different from what makes them tick in other parts of the world, in West Africa or in America. But it's the best story on Earth.
1: Okay. What about the rewarding moment? Is there any?
0: You mean you want an anecdote? Let Uh. me tell you this. This is what's most rewarding for me uh, working in China. Uh, Because it is a country where the domestic media is so heavily restricted, it's really gratifying to be able to go and talk to people who say the authorities wouldn't want one to normally talk to or who wouldn't want who the authorities wouldn't want to be uh, on the air telling their story. in other words, giving a voice to the voiceless and few things are more gratifying to me in this job than to get a phone call from people saying, I heard my story on the air yesterday, and I want to say thank you very much and Every time I get one of those calls, it reaffirms why it's such a good thing to be here.
1: How does China actually compare to the other places you've been reported in your career, like the West Africa? What is easier? What is more difficult?
0: Well, I can tell you that in Africa, mm-hmm. access to officials was not a problem. People on the street would not be afraid to talk and give their opinion to b o a But the problem in West Africa was uh, the infrastructure was very weak. Uh, For example, calling between two West African nations was very difficult. I would have to sit at the phone or or have someone sit at the phone and attempt the call several times before it would finally go through. Sometimes that would take one or two hours. Also, uh, traveling was difficult because uh, air service uh, in West Africa tends to be very unreliable. Flights get canceled very often. Airlines go bust. Uh, at least in the time that I was there, airlines would go bust from one day to the, to the next. It was, and travel in general was just very, very difficult. So it was, uh, in terms of infrastructure, it was much more difficult. Also, many of the stories in West Africa had to do with uh, war and uh, ethnic clashes, civil unrest. And so there was an element of physical safety hazards. In China, the infrastructure is very good. One can get to any part of the country, virtually any part of the day. There are flights leaving all the time. Uh, travels is inexpensive. The telephone system is very good. I can call you in the United States. You can call me in China at any time, and the call will go through on the first try. High-speed Internet is excellent. However, here, access to officials is very limited. In West Africa, the hard part was putting the call through. Many cabinet ministers would talk to you. Here, the call goes through, but they won't answer the phone.
1: Okay, thanks, Louise Ramirez. This is Wunan, and you've been listening to CDD China Cast.